two mini questions which spurred on a bigger question. I'm so sorry. No problem. I'm so sorry. No problem. The mini question was like this. Most of what we've talked about in this class is Arab Shabbos. And most of what we talk about, if you've ever learned the laws of Shabbos, you spend a lot of the time learning about what you don't do on Shabbos. Right? You're not allowed to do this, not allowed to do that. That's what defines Shabbos. Shabbos is different, and so you're not allowed to do a lot of stuff that you are... At the end of the class, I'm gonna use, we're gonna we're gonna all do it, but not right now. So, awesome. So the question is, I want to talk about what we do on Shabbos. What's the essence of Shabbos? What are we actually supposed to be doing? I know, okay, you have the meal and seder and you sleep and you eat and dine, but what's it, what's the real avoido? What's it really all about? That's that's question number one that we're going to dedicate this class a little bit to talking about that. Okay, so that's definitely a part of it. But, uh, fine. Question number two is, last week we spoke a little bit about the concept of, we got into the topic of not talking about business on Shabbos, and how hard that is to not talk shtuyot on Shabbos. And we talked about the spirit of Shabbos, and I want to understand, is that just a little detail, or is there some some bigger, deeper idea going on with why we don't uh, we don't talk about business and stuff like that on Shabbos. Yeah? So that's what we're gonna. Like knowing this class, I feel like college you're like you're on to something. You're on to something. <laughs> You've been here long enough. You figured it out. <clears throat> All right, awesome. So those are the mini questions. Here's the big question. And this is such one of those questions when I heard it the first time, I was like, why did I ever think about that? That's such a good question. So I hope you guys are the same reaction. So why do we keep Shabbos? Like, why did God tell us? What's the whole idea of Shabbos? To rest. A, a random non-Jew comes up to you and says, why do you, okay, to rest. Why are we resting? Because time rested when he created the world. Okay. So is that what it's about? Is the whole point of Shabbos to commemorate the fact that God rested? No. So then what is, why is it so important that God rested? Isn't there a bigger thing that we're talking about on Shabbos? When we talk about God resting, there's a second half of that story. What's the second half of the sentence of God resting? Exactly. Okay? So it's what we say in Kiddush. And God finished all of the creations. And God rested from all the work that he did. Okay? So he rested. But what are we really, you know trying to commemorate. You're hosting a Shabbos meal on campus next year. And Joe, the guy, says, why do you keep Shabbos? And you're going to probably tell them, well, we're commemorating the fact that God, that there's a God in the world, that God created the world. And for six days, he created the world. But on the seventh day, he rested. 
Right? Wouldn't that be a good answer? That's, that's, that's obviously what it's all about. It's about God creating the world and sickness and resting on the seventh day. So if that's true, that it's really all about the fact that there's a God, and not all of our lives are run by this God who created the world. So why do we commemorate Shabbos in such a strange way of only focusing on the resting instead of focusing on the big event, which is the creation of the world? You understand the question? Yeah. I think Shabbos, but isn't it more than just we're resting and resting? There must be. So we'll get to that. Oh, okay. Exactly. So, but on the simple level, when the Torah says God rested on the seventh day, and therefore God commands us that we rest on the seventh day, that all makes sense until you start thinking about it and realize wouldn't it have made more sense for us to commemorate the creation of the world for six days? That's the big event, the fact that God created the world. So how would we commemorate the creation of the world? I don't know, maybe we plant a vineyard or... And then, on the, and then at the end... <laughs> it's really not my day tonight. It's okay, it's okay. And then at the end, we would rest. Right? I'll put it differently, right? Let's say... Let's say Israel was a, uh, was won a war. Right? We went to war. Oh, Hashem. And we wanted to make a holiday. We wanted to make a holiday to celebrate the fact that Israel went to war and fought valiantly. Right? Okay, so Yom HaTzmut. So how would you celebrate Yom HaTzmut? Would it make more sense to, like, go out there and make a model of the war with the pieces and... Or would, we, or would we say the following? Let's all rest. Because at the end of the war, after fighting for three years valiantly, they went back to their homes and they took a nap. No, You wouldn't do that, right? And yet, what do we do? We say, God created the world. This is amazing. And by the way, in the end, he rested. On the seventh day, he rested. And so we also rest just like a Kaddish Baruch Hu. You understand uh, how it's a little strange. It's a little weird when you think about it. We should commemorate the creation of the world. That's the big event. Why are we only commemorating the fact that he rested? Why is only that significant? The question is, really, why does Hashem rest? I'm not asking the philosophical question of why does Hashem rest. I'm taking that as a given. Whatever that means, God rested, okay? I'm asking why we make such a big deal about the fact that God rested and we rest to commemorate his resting. Wouldn't it have made more sense to commemorate the creation of the world, which is the big event that, that we're here, instead of commemorating the fact that he rested? He rested. Okay. okay. Yes? Yeah. So that's the question. So let me make a suggestion. Suggestion is like this. It's not my own suggestion. This is a Rabbi Foreman's suggestion. Oh, classic Rabbi David Foreman. Classic. I knew, I knew you'd say that today. <laughs> oh, classic Rachel Clinton. Good. He's great. So it's like this. So imagine you wrote a book. Okay? So I, this is actually comes very... But actually, I've been thinking about that recently. Good. Writing a book. Good. Yeah. So I actually... I recently... I, I wrote a little book. I translated a book. Yeah, the, show, the Sitter Companion. It's a compilation. And it took me a, a long time to put it together. 
And for years, probably for two years, I was working on editing this book. And every time I would open up the book, I would change it. I would fiddle around. I'd edit this. I'd change the font. I'd, do, I'd add an extra thing. I was always working on the book. At what point can I really appreciate and learn and enjoy the book? When I'm done with it. When I publish the book, I sell it, and what do I do? I, I rest. Because as long as I'm still creating that work, I'm not at peace with myself. Uh, it's true. You could say that God's always recreating the world. But on some level, whatever it means, God, before we get to the Kabbalistic concept that God's constantly recreating the world, the Torah says that God rested on the seventh day. So on some level, what Hashem is saying when he rests is that I am no longer involved in this process. Instead, I'm enjoying what I have created. Rest equals appreciating what I have. And, and not trying to fix it. You get it? I'm no longer trying to fix it. I'm just happy with it. Pretty cool, right? Yeah. Now, take that idea, Shabbat Vayinafesh, and let's apply it to our processing of Shabbos, what Shabbos is for us. Okay? So we also rest on Shabbos. Okay? So what are we... What are we doing when we go back? Let's go back to that original halacha that we asked about. We asked, why aren't I allowed to think about business during the week, uh, during Shabbos? Why can't I talk about business? Isn't that such an annoying, the spirit of Shabbos? Or is there some deeper idea that that's trying to be conveyed by me not talking about the, the business? What does it mean when I stop thinking about the business and talking about the business? I feel like we're just supposed to like, enjoy the world. Exactly. We're not fixing the world. We're not getting involved in how to make more money and how to make my life better and how to eat anything. That's for the six days of the week. That's for six days of the week when we work on, uh, on it. But the time to enjoy what we have is Shabbos. Just like Hashem rested, so that's what Shabbos is for us. Now, you would think that we would want to not think about business or think about anything, but the truth is that's not how our brains are wired. Our brains are wired that we want to do, we want to fix, we want to, we want to, we're always working on, you know, solutions. But what Shabbos is trying to get us into the consciousness, Shabbos is trying to teach us to stop trying to fix and start, start enjoying, start appreciating. And we have, Halacha has to push us around to make sure that we don't get too involved in fixing the world. And that's why we can't think about business and we can't do any of that, Right? Now let me take this idea that I'm sharing with y'all, and I'm going to apply it to a few more concepts um, that I that that it can help us really understand deeper. So, the malachas of Shabbos, yeah, what are they based on? The Mishkan. The Mishkan. Now we may have just taken that for granted. Okay, that the Pesukim are placed together in, in Parshas Vayikal of of Shabbos and the Mishkan, and therefore we learn A and B. Good. But maybe there's a deeper idea. What are we doing when we're building a Mishkan? 
What are we fixing? What are we trying to do? Make a house. Make a Hashem a house. We're trying to create a relationship with the Kaddish Baruch. We're trying to bring Hashem into our lives. And it's a beautiful thing. We have to work really, really hard to build this Mishkan that God told us to, to build. We work hard to create a space for, for Hashem. Yeah? Good. So what does it mean when Hashem tells you, on Shabbos, stop? He's saying that there's one mode of connecting to Hashem, which is through work and hard work and creating a space for Hashem. But there's another mode, let's call it Shabbos mode. Okay? In Shabbos mode, you don't have to create a space for Hashem. You don't have to do anything. All you have to do is stop focusing on everything else, and Hashem's already there. Hashem's a part of you. Hashem's in your neshama. Hashem is naturally a part of every Jew as long as he's just in the moment connected to his soul. As long as you're connected to your soul, you're connected to Kaddish Baruch Hu, and that's what Shabbos is about. It's about saying, I don't have to do anything. I just have to receive the energy of Shabbat. You with me? Yeah. Cool. Okay. Now take this idea. We can, we can apply it to so many different beautiful ideas. Take, for example, Kabbalah Shabbat. Okay? Kabbalah Shabbat, what does it mean literally? To accept Shabbat. We're accepting Shabbat. We're not doing anything. Essentially, we're going outside and singing. Technically, you don't even have to sing. It's nice to sing. Singing is our way of getting in the, in the mood. Okay? What we're doing is trying to focus ourselves on not doing anything else and not getting distracted so that we can just be connected to Hashem, be connected to Shabbos Kodesh. Okay? So that's one answer of what do we do on Shabbos? We try to open up ourselves to doing nothing, to just being present, to just appreciating the world that Hashem gave us not just stop because the world's a beautiful place, but to connect to a Kaddish Baruch, to receive that connection with a Kaddish Baruch. Yeah? Cool so far? Yeah. Okay, so I want to apply this to one more little puzzle, and then we'll do a little cereal milk game, and then we'll hopefully do, share one more uh, idea. So, um, have you ever read the Tehillim, 91st Tehillim, that talks about Shabbos? Yeah? yeah? Ms. Moore, Ms. Moore, she here, she here, on my Shabbat, right? Have you ever read it inside? Like, like read it and understood what it's talking about? Like, no. Good. So we'll do it together. Okay? Because if you read it carefully, it's actually quite surprising. Because if I were writing a Tehillim about Shabbos, right now, a song about Shabbos, what would you expect me to write about? Probably not what's written. Probably not, right? You've been in enough classes tonight. I wouldn't ask the question otherwise. But let's say you're writing a, a, a tale about Shabbos. What would you What would you write about? Holy, special, Maybe talk about creation, chillant. So now let's read what King David writes about. And the only... Tehillim that we have about Shabbos Kodesh. The only About Shabbos. Yeah? So let's read it together and actually understand what we mean. Mizmor Shir Liyama Shabbat. So far, so good. A song to Shabbos. It's good to thank Hashem and to sing to His wonderful name. Lehagid babokerachastecha bemunat chabalelot. 
to talk about his chesed in the day and to talk about our faith at night. Okay, talk about chesed and talk about faith. <laughs> we play, play praises to Hashem musically. Mag, I'm just skipping a little bit. Mag Hashem Mood Wow, how wonderful are your actions, Hashem? How deep are your thoughts? The world is a beautiful place. No one can understand. When wicked people sprout, but ultimately they're going to be cut off forever. On the other hand, a righteous person will bloom like a tree. We can share a little bit at the end of class. Okay. Awesome. They're planted in the vineyards of Hashem. We declare the straightness, the, 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 the fairness of God. Everything is good and, and God is just. Okay, so what were some of the concepts we talked about in, in broad terms in that tale? Like thanking Hashem. Thank you, Hashem. Gratitude. Thank you. And faith and Muna and all for the best and and Tzadikim and how Rishayim are going to get cut down. What didn't we talk about? Shabbos. Shabbos. Nothing about Shabbos. L'choyda. At first glance, our only talim about Shabbos, really funnily on a funny level, has nothing to do with Shabbos Kodesh. So really sad. Seemingly. Just it's quite confusing. So. We got to use our Torah brains that we've been developing and apply the first half of what of this year to the second half. What do we think? What do you think King David had in mind when he dedicated this holy sheer about gratitude and amuna and says that this is a sheer of Shabbos? What is the essence of Shabbos according to King David? Emuna and faith and, and a karatatov. Now it turns out that actually works very well to what we've been talking about. If you think about it on a deeper level, hakaratatov and emuna are deeply connected to the concepts of letting go, not trying to change, not trying to fix, but rather accepting the reality as it is, being present with reality, and changing our mindset. Just like God blesses the seventh day, we're not doing anything physically. We're just changing our mind and choosing to look at the good of our life. Okay, and that's what gratitude is, and that's what amuna is. It's changing our brain to see things for, through the, the lens of everything being from a Kaddish Baruch Hu and everything being for the, for the good. And it turns out that David Amalekha is teaching us that that is actually what Shabbos is all about. You with me? Yeah. You got it? So when you say Mizmor Shaliyah Shabbat, you understand that it's not just random. Actually, at a deeper level, David Amalekha is teaching us what is Shabbos? Shabbos is a day of gratitude. Shabbos is a day of emuna. Okay? What does emuna to do with So again, I'll say my, my take on it. What is gratitude? I'm taking this cornflake. 
that I've looked at a million times, never really thought too much about, and I just eat it without thinking. And instead, I'm thanking Hashem and looking at it with more deeply and connecting my eyes and my taste buds, my entire experience of, of pleasure to a Kaddish Baruch. So I'm deepening through presence and awareness and just stopping. I'm deepening my relationship to Hashem through that item. Okay? Which I think is what we've been talking about, what Shabbos is about. I'm not just going through life and saying, ah, like most people, Shabbos is stopping, saying there's a, there's a creator of the world. And now I need to rest to appreciate that there's a creator of the world. And Muna, I think, is very related to that. Muna means most people just go throughout the world and don't think much about it. Okay? But Muna means I look at the world through the prism as God created the world. And everything that he does is for the best. Everything that he does is good. And so I'm changing my lens to say when that bad hap- thing happened to me, when I lost my phone, it wasn't just a random thing that happened, but there's a God, and God is setting me up and challenging me as a test to see how am I going to react. Am I going to react with thankfulness? Or am I going to react with love, with, with anger, with, with resentment? It's changing my eyes, taking a step back, and seeing the world in a different way with eyes of there's a Kaddish Baruch in the world, and I've got, I've got to see the world. I think Amuna and Hakar Tatov are very related concepts. I think Hakar Tatov is the key to getting to a, trade, a state of Amuna. And it's not going after our das or intellect or just the way that the world looks, but going after our loyalty. And, 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 and that's the essence of all of Judaism, not just Shabbos. Because the Shabbos course is really the Judaism course. Because all these concepts are all deeply related. And it's very nice to talk about it, but Shabbos is a way that we bring this into our lives very practically. Sounds good? Yeah. Okay, so I want to do a fun game. You can do it with cornflakes. You can do it with any other snacks that are left. There are any. Awesome. And this is something I actually did uh, at one point in my life. Uh, it's a really sweet, fun game. And I hope you do it at your own uh, Shabbos table one day. I hope you take all these ideas for your Shabbos table. So what I do at my Shabbos table, we always do a gratitude round. And as you're trying to understand, hopefully, it's not just a shtick. It's not just for fun, even though it is fun. It's because Shabbos, in my opinion, is the day of gratitude. It's not Thanksgiving once a year. It's once every seven days. Shem commands us to stop, realize there's a there's a, a Lord in the world, and and focus on that. Okay. So what we're gonna do is not eat the cornflakes, but eat every bite two cornflakes, only two. You're only allowed to have one or two cornflakes, and every time you eat the cornflake or the skittle. You have to say something in your life that you want to say thank you to Hashem for. Okay? That's the game. And if you say something that was hard in your life and you still thank Hashem for that, then you can have double. You can have four cornflakes. Okay? And this is something I do at my Shabbos table sometimes, especially when it's just a quiet Shabbos. and just have a long salad. You can ask it last an hour and everyone just goes around until you can't, can't think of anything else to thank Hashem for, but that's the essence of Shabbos. Essence of Shabbos is finding ways to connect him with the Muna and HaKalat HaTov. Okay? Sounds fun?
Amazing. Okay, so stop for a second. Everybody fill up on some sort of